Hello everyone, welcome to the Student Spin. My name is Scout Hodgins and I'm joined here by my lovely co-host. Carson Graham, today is Wednesday, March the 25th. Yes, and I would like to start out by saying that the opinions here are not necessarily reflected by our sister production, The Six Mile Post, or Georgia Highlands as an association. And speaking to Georgia Highlands, there's a little bit of Georgia Highlands news, not much, because there's still nothing going on on campus. But Monday, the 30th, school starts back in an online format, and I am excited because I cannot sit at my house anymore. I mean, I guess I'm still going to be sitting at my house. Yeah. No, but I'm saying I can't just be doing nothing anymore. Yeah, I feel you. But I'm I'm just not an online school kind of person. No, I agree. I just, I'm so excited to do something meaningful with my time. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, we would like to point out that there is a frequently asked questions page on mm-hmm. the Georgia Highlands website, and there is information on their frequently asked questions about the whole COVID-19 situation. Yeah, so if you go to highlands.edu, at the very top, there'll be a banner, and you click on that, and then on the right, it'll say frequently asked questions, and you go there, you can go straight to COVID-19 section, and it'll give you any information you might need to know about that. And I would like to reiterate, too, that GHC support services are still in place. There's online counseling and many other things. Mm -hmm. Uh, We covered that last week. I Actually, I got a phone call the other day from President Don Green, and he told me that um, graduation has, as of right now, been postponed until further notice. He told me probably at some point by the end of, by middle or late July, they're gonna, they're still gonna hold it. So, yeah, I think, but as of right now, it's not happening on yeah. May the sixteenth. Yep. So, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I hope that this whole thing has blown over by the time that the next semester comes around. I, th- I don't know. I think it will. They said. Um, if we do a good job, and I think while we started out not doing a great job, I think we're kind of getting the hang of it now. So I'm not really worried that... The hang of staying at home and and, not going out. And and the hang of just how do we even deal with this. Yeah, that too. Because they said if we do a good job, it'll probably be done by July or August. And hopefully, I mean, I think think we're doing better than we were. And we'll be able to get things... I mean, the Senate just finished finishing up their bipartisan bill, being able to provide aid to families and small businesses. And so I think that... Yeah, so I think the whole talking about the quarantine thing can lead us into a a little idea that we had. Mm -hmm. And because it is so boring to just be at home all day and not go anywhere. Oh, yeah. So I thought it would be fun if we just talked about what are some things that you can do. And I'm looking at our lists right now, and they're very different. Told you I'm going to go crazy. They're very different. Yeah, me too. Well, see, mine is just a little bit satirical here Mm -hmm. because of some stuff that I've been having to do. Yeah. Um, Right here I've got written down, chase cows and fix a barbed wire fence. And And you had to do both those things? Yeah. Well, yeah. I will not be doing either Yesterday. of those things. Right. Why not? It's no opportunity. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, but if the opportunity honest, comes up, yeah. you should seize it. I was going to say, if I, if I get the chance to chase a cow, I think that yeah. will well, when I say, come up on my when radar. When I say chase cows, I really mean luring them back into a barbed wire fence. So is it like, like do they like get scared when you run after them, and then they just go where you want them to yeah, go? Yeah, you, no, you can't run after a cow and hurt it. Like, that does not work. It says chase. You're tra- yeah, so, so you're well, not, like, running look, behind when them? I, when I'm saying chase cows, I mean, I just clarified that. Mm-hmm. You lead them into oh, okay. wherever you want so them to go. So they're chasing you. Usually with food. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, I wrote down, start learning an instrument. Uh, what better time than when you're sitting at home and you can't go out with your friends and mm-hmm. enjoy a social life? I you mean, hey. You don't have to be in a classroom to learn stuff. No. Like, the, there's a whole infinite knowledge of things. Oh, yeah. You can learn fingertips. a lot of stuff on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could pursue creative hobbies. Uh, you could read something and try and take the time to enjoy it. That's that's something that I've been meaning to do this entire time. Just read a book. And I have been having a hard time sitting down and making myself focus long enough. Me too. But what's kind of funny is um, in my bedroom right now, since this started, I have had a book sitting on my bed thinking that if if there's a book on my bed, then I'll read it. Yeah. I well, I've, I've not done that yet. I've had the HP Lovecraft website pulled up on my laptop for probably like what a week that? now. HP Lovecraft? Mm-hmm. He was a writer. He wrote horror stuff. Okay. And I was going to read something mm-hmm. just to try it out. Uh, I also wrote down, look at Wikipedia. I mean, you can, you know, you look at one thing on Wikipedia and you see something else on that page that you're looking at and you're like, huh, what's that? And then you Wikipedia that. I like you using Wikipedia as a verb. Yeah, you Wikipedia. You Google things, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, so what What would you, what have you been spending your quarantine doing? Okay, What so are some ideas that you have? The day that we found out that we were going to be shut down for two weeks, I went on Amazon and I bought a paint-by-numbers kit. Um, I did it in like three days because I had seriously nothing better to do. And it turned out okay. Pursue something creative. Yeah. I thought it turned out pretty good. I think it turned out all right. We're looking at it right now and... It, it just depends. Like, just the angle I'm looking at it from, I'm not exactly sure how I feel about it. The next thing I've been doing, um, I know actually a lot of people are doing this, learning TikTok dances. Scout doesn't know any of them. I'm going to teach you one TikTok. when no, we're done. Not. No, I am. I'm, go- I'm going to. You've been saying that for a month. I know. And I haven't tried. Now I'm going to try to okay. get you to learn one. Anyway. There's so much fun. Like it's, anyway. It's like how to get your exercise. It is just all these different I've things. I've been dying not being able to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Monopoly. Do you play Monopoly with your family? No, I told you I've never... Never? No, we don't. We love it in our house. Like, that is what we'll do for a whole day. And we'll fight and we'll scream. My dad has this weird house rule where, like, if someone lands on your property and you don't tell them to pay you the rent, they don't have to do it. And that's really frustrating. That's pretty funny, actually. That's, like, that's kind of real, though. I mean, if you're I a guess. landlord, you got to go tell somebody... I Sometimes guess. you gotta chase people down. Well, my mom always says that's unethical, and you're gonna lose for that. And then they don't. Um, but yeah, you can, uh, ladies, you can stop wearing makeup. Try to help your skin heal from wearing makeup all the time. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, something to do. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's something to better yourself with. Well, I mean, I haven't I'm, wore, I haven't just, worn makeup in like two weeks I'm, now. I'm making a joke because it doesn't really take up time mm-hmm. doing that. And then lastly, one thing that I've been doing is, you can find brackets online, like the March Madness brackets. You can find one for. Basically anything. My mom and I did one for Taylor Swift or One Direction songs for the best episode of The Office. The winner ended up being, for me, um, Dinner Party. What is a bracket? It, you know the March Madness brackets where like they have all the teams and then you narrow it down to see which one's, which one's going to win? No, I'm not into sports. Well, me neither, but I know what like, a bracket is. I, I just did it with like songs. <laughs> okay. So uh, there's just some ideas of some stuff that you can do mm-hmm. while you're being quarantined. That's kind of what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's get into some world news. There's so much. Like, every time, there's always more. Every day. Every day. Every, like, every half day, there are some pretty major updates. Um, when, when Scout got to my house, I was, like, updating it because some of the information yeah. I had written down was no longer accurate. Yeah, I would like to bring up, 
just real quick. I thought it was kind of funny, which, I mean, I guess maybe it's not that funny because some people are taking it so seriously. You can look up online toilet paper calculator, and it will calculate how long the amount of toilet paper that you have will last. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if you, like, so people that are buying, like, hundreds of rolls, it's like, this will last you forever. Yeah, it it really will last a really long time if you're using it right. And then nobody else has any. Yeah. So, um, the other day... I saw that Brian Kemp, our governor, was going to be making an announcement today, um, that day at 5 o'clock. So I was excited to see what that meant. But Monday. It was Monday? It was Monday. Okay. It, but really, it ended up not being much of anything. It was really him just saying, this is what we've been doing. This is what's going on. And please just stay in your house. So it wasn't that much. So now the... Um, Monday the 23rd. Yeah. So now the Rome, at least the Rome City and Floyd County Commission's Office, have now enacted a... What's it called again? Stay-at-home order? Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, b- basically, yeah. It was um, shelter It was shelter in place. Yeah, which I don't, I don't live in Rome, so... So, basically... I'm sure the, a lot of UHC mm-hmm. students don't... Oh, yeah, I know, but this is happening all over the state, though. But I just know oh, about what's it? happening... Yeah, all over the state, because since the state government isn't, like, making it happen, um, now the cities and counties are doing it. Oh, okay, it. okay. So, now we pretty much can't leave our house unless you're going to work if you're an essential all non-essential business have been shut down but if you're an essential business you still have to go to work you can go get groceries and then you can go to get a prescription and i think that's all yeah and, and you can come film a podcast at my house I've, <laughs> I've got down here that uh essential businesses uh oh you can also go out to grocery stores mm-hmm. um restaurants with takeout which is yeah, yeah kind of well, well, it's, it's, it's their only way of revenue because you can't dine in oh, anymore. Oh, that's true. Pharmacies, healthcare, weddings, and funerals. I don't know about you, but I'm not going to a wedding right now. And legal services are also staying open. Yeah. Uh, something that I thought was interesting. I had read a fact. Uh, it's probably, it's been forever ago. Mm-hmm. But I told you about it that I read that once, once it gets like super cold up in New York and Chicago and stuff, crime rates go down. I think I've heard that, but I know you told me that the yeah. other day. Yeah, and of course I urge people to look this kind of stuff up for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was wondering if the coronavirus, COVID-19, has had an effect on crime rates. And I read in an article that it has that uh, police have seen a rise in domestic violence, Oh, but a drop in pretty much everything else. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about the domestic violence. So that, um, from what I've been researching, that means that there's been a, um, a rise in domestic crime and a rise in hate crime towards, yeah. um, in this country, it's Asian Americans, but really in every country in the world, there was a story in London, a story in New York, a story in Kansas. Oh yeah, all over Europe. Oh yeah, sure. oh, all over Europe. Yeah. And it's just um, really upsetting the way that people's words really have an effect and really embolden people to take certain action against certain people. But in general, crime has gone down because people are being urged to stay home. And since people are home, there's no one to really go out and rob. And then yeah, since there's no one out to rob, people aren't really going out. You know that thing that I had read in that article is people are at home and spending a lot more time with their families, so there's more domestic crime. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought about that, but I guess that yeah. is a correlation. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a team at the Medical College of Georgia that created a COVID-19 test with a two-hour turnaround time, mm-hmm. and they had it running as of March the 15th. Yeah, which really says a lot about Western medicine because 
just a few weeks ago, it was, there was like a three-day waiting period to hear back. Yeah. And now that's really that Two time's hours. really being cut down. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just some more politics stuff. I thought this was this is pretty big time, really. Oh, it really is. I think this news just broke a few days ago, but it happened a few weeks ago. Oh, really? Okay, so basically... Oh, this about them selling stock, mm-hmm. yeah. So essentially, there were um, four senators, Richard Burr, their um, congressman from North Carolina, Kelly Loeffler from Georgia, Diane Feinstein from California, and James Inofi from Oklahoma. And essentially, a few weeks ago, there was a meeting about the fact that coronavirus could come to the U.S. very soon, and that could have some kind of huge economic impact and as soon as that was over they secretly sold all their stocks yeah so basically and th- and then actually i looked into a lot of these um representatives also were the ones saying that this was not going to be a big deal yeah. but then also turned around and sold all their stocks to save their money so here's what we do know is that they sold stock before they knew that they were going to lose money on the market but they but but it was pretty clear so it is possible insider trading mm-hmm. that's kind of what's being inferred from that right um, as a result, uh, something that I saw that I actually liked, three House Democrats brought forth legislation that would bar lawmakers and staff from trading stocks. Um, I saw that too. I was kind of iffy on that. A representative from Illinois, yeah, and here, let me okay. let me read this, said that our legislation will prevent members from trading individual stocks and holding positions on corporate boards to help ensure that Congress is working for the American people and not their own stock portfolios. That, so I, I think that while I was kind of iffy on that at first, I think that that point is more important than the other points that I might have had. It is a very good point. Um, you know, part of me is very, very much, I don't want people's rights and privileges to be infringed on. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, when you've got something this big happening, how can you prevent something like that? Yeah, no, I agree. So I think that in general it's a fairly good idea because it kind of can bar a lot of where corruption even happens to begin with. Yeah. Um, so just another statistic that I had read Um, New York State has more COVID-19 cases than France or South Korea. It's grown faster in the U.S. than it is anywhere else in the world. Um, New York has roughly 5% of all COVID cases worldwide. And I read that the number of COVID cases in New York doubles every three days. Yeah. It has been. mm -hmm. But just as a little disclaimer, that doesn't necessarily mean that people are getting sicker faster. It just means that now that testing is becoming more readily available, more more affordable, um, those numbers are going to do that. So when you see in a few days that the numbers in Georgia have doubled since yesterday, um, that sounds scary, but don't let that scare you as bad as it might because it just means that our numbers are getting a little bit more accurate because as of right now, they're just not... confirmed cases, in other words. Mm -hmm. Confirmed cases isn't the same as like... New cases. Right. So New York's governor has signed an executive order requiring all non-essentials to stay home from work. And that's what I thought that Brian Kemp was going to do the other day. I thought that he was going to take um, listen of that because I feel, I feel like in Fulton County, Georgia, was had, had some of the first cases and had, yeah. I think, the first outbreak, really. There were a lot of cases. In, no, when it first came into Georgia, there were like oh, yeah, four or five cases. Yeah, it was in Fulton County, and then it, it came like into Floyd County. And then, obviously, it blew up in more populated states. But but since the governor has decided to, as of right now, not do that, that is why the cities and counties have 
taking their power to do it. Yeah, and seeing that about their governor requiring all non-essentials to stay home from work, that mm-hmm. made me think in a lot of places, I've read this, um, people are wanting, like, the healthcare industry is wanting retired healthcare professionals to come back to work. Oh, is that? To help with mm-hmm. how's that this being, whole situation. How's that being received? I, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anything on that. So Okay. Do you think they would do that? Yeah, I do. Okay. Personally. Um, of course, you know, there's going to be people that wouldn't, but I think for the most part, a lot of healthcare professionals are yeah. in it for doing the right thing. I agree. That's I hadn't heard that. That's really interesting. So I'm sure everyone heard um, the other day that the very first stimulus package bill was shot down in the Senate. So it hadn't even gotten to the House yet. It got shot down in the Senate by the Democrats in the Senate. You want to elaborate a little bit on what that stimulus package would be? Yes. Okay, so the one that was shot down, it essentially, what I believe, I tried to read it. Those things are hard to read. It was like hundreds of pages long. I, But from what I understood, it looked like um, each individual American adult would receive $1,200 as long as your income, I believe, was lower than $75,000 a year for an individual. But if you filed jointly with your spouse, then that number would just double. If you made like more than mm-hmm. like 150000 then that number might start to decrease. So that was interesting. But that got shot down. Um, and when I, that got shot down, I was very, I didn't know why that would happen. So I watched literally hours of Senate hearings. And I tried to get Scott to listen, but... They were nine hours long, yeah, so he it didn't was, do it. Yeah, the video was nine hours long, and, and it was still, on and it was still live, I think. No, it wasn't still live okay. when I clicked on it, mm-hmm. but I clicked on it, and I saw nine hours, and I said, nope, I'm not watching all this. I don't blame you, but essentially, um, the Democrats in the Senate felt that it wasn't very bipartisan. They felt that they didn't really, they weren't really allowed in the room when it was being drafted, and they thought that it was too much of giving a blank check to big corporate businesses and it wasn't specific enough so but I got a notification at one o'clock this morning that they've been working through the night that a deal has been made and the new aid package is about two trillion dollars and this is very heavy towards individuals and families and small businesses whereas the first one apparently just wasn't so much of that but it has been compromised upon so it's expected to go through the house and the senate really really quickly but We'll just have to see. I'm sure by the end of the week, something will have happened with that. It will have either passed or not passed. But really, there's not much time to, there's not much time to spare, no, though. No, there's, there's really not. Uh, kind of in the same vein, I saw something where Senate Democrats are proposing to cancel $10,000 in student debt for all borrowers mm-hmm. because of COVID-19. I saw that. Uh, so that's something to look up. Um, the United Kingdom's government is to pay 80% of all wages for employees who are not working. Do you know if they've also, um, I know Italy did, but do you know if the entire United Kingdom has already like suspended bill payments? You know, I haven't seen anything about that. Okay. But you, uh, saw, you saw it in Italy though, didn't you? They suspended yeah, because like, all I, those. I mentioned that about in Italy, all mortgage payments have been suspended. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned that last week. We mentioned it before because I thought that it was yeah. really helpful. Um, and interestingly enough, the first rest on United Kingdom soil for failing to self-isolate due to coronavirus uh, happened recently. A 26-year-old man is facing a pretty hefty fine and three months in jail 
after refusing to go into a 14-day quarantine. Wow. Yeah. What What do you think about that? I have mixed feelings about I it. I had a feeling um, you would. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I like being able to do my thing and not having the government tell me I can't do something. No, I, yeah. Just because. But then again. On the flip side, people are dying. Yeah. So. If you're not, like, like we, you and I always say to each other, it's good to just do the right thing because you're supposed to. You, yeah. But if you're not going to, someone probably needs to step in and tell you yeah. that you have to. Um. But like, but also back and I mean, forth on that. It's it's just such a gray area, mm-hmm. really. In my opinion, it's no. a gray area. Yeah. Uh, but you know, then again, here this next thing I've got to talk about: India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi placed the entire country on lockdown for 21 days, starting at midnight the 25th. So, so like starting today, yes. Uh, and what I thought was. Just it kind of blew my mind when I saw this. There are quote unquote only mm-hmm. 519 cases in India, including 10 deaths and 39 patients who have been cured. And I mean, it's really just getting ahead of the curve. He's already locking it down. Yeah. I mean, it's probably, I get that. Um, he's not playing around. No. <laughs> I guess it's just very, I mean, India's population is so huge. Yeah, and it's, they're very it's, crowded. It's probably for the best, because it's, it's a small ish when it comes to landmass. It's kind of small yeah. in terms of in comparison with but, America, but their population is so much bigger than ours, anyway. So it's very dense. So it's probably for the. I bet if he hadn't done that, it would have just because right now we're trying to like they call it flattening the curve. Yeah. And maybe we're flattening the curve a little bit too late, like a little bit later than we should have. In the so, U.S. In the, yeah, the U.S. So they're um really getting ahead of that. Yeah, so I've got a quote here from him. He said, the entire country will go under a complete lockdown to save India, and for every Indian, there will be a total ban on venturing out of your homes. Therefore, I request you to remain wherever you are in this country. Oh, so it was kind of like, I know it said midnight, March 25th, but it was pretty much effective immediately, though. No, it was was effective as of midnight this morning. I know, but when did he announce it, though? I think it was like Monday. Okay, so just kind of giving some Monday time. or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It was either yesterday or the day before. Okay. Well, back to that um, stimulus package. Um, so now there are some members, some representatives, some Congress people who are now beginning to test positive for COVID-19, which I don't know why, but that makes me more nervous. I don't know why it does. Really? I don't know. I guess just when people in power get sick, it just kind of hmm. feels bad. I don't know. but um, But Rand Paul tested positive a few days ago, and he was actually the only Republican in the Senate to vote against the package, and because of that, everyone he's been in contact with, including Mitt Romney, have gone into self-isolation. Yeah, Yeah, so either way, um, there's also people testing positive for coronavirus in jail. And and that made me wonder, like, how is is that being handled? Because you have, because, I mean, we have the largest prison system in the world, yeah, and what made me bring that up is Harvey Weinstein got tested mm-hmm. and his test came back positive. And then that made me think, well, we, when you brought up how is this being handled, that made me think, okay, well, how is it being handled? But also, is it being handled differently in prisons that are mainly white-collar crimes? Um, probably a lot differently. You know, it's a headline that Harvey Weinstein tested positive mm-hmm. for it, and he's in prison. Yeah. So on a lighter note, thank goodness. Um, yeah, this this whole situation 
just from what I've seen, you, you see a lot of people banding together and just kind of doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. So I saw where 3M, and uh, I had to explain to Carson, 3M. I thought you meant like 3 million something. No, 3M like, is the brand. It's a company. Okay. And they make, they make sandpaper, and they make masks, and they make respirators. But the other day I saw where they had sent 500,000 respirators to New York and Seattle. And that's really good because there was starting to be a really a, a, a shortage. Yeah, even the big-time shortage. Even the president said, like, we're going to try to help, but you but kind of, like, figure this out yourself first. I've also, don't, don't wait on the federal government to send you respirators because we don't know when we can. I've also seen where medical TV shows are donating all of their masks and gloves to help with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not filming right now, so why not? Yeah, and uh, something that I thought was just kind of neat is that there's a single factory that has been working 24-7 to keep grocery stores stocked with Kraft mac and cheese. Hmm. And, you know, I know that I've, I've told you that I haven't been going out or anything, but I went to Walmart the other day just to get out of the house because mm-hmm. I had to go get dog food. And I walked through the freezer section, and I saw the meat section, and I I never would have thought that I would see anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the place is almost totally cleaned out. Well, um, when I went, Floyd County declared like an official state of emergency the other day, and my mom called my boyfriend and I, and she was like, "Hey, they're about to declare a state of emergency. Can you guys go to Walmart and just get ahead of the panic?" Because I because I was like, "Well, what does that even mean?" And she said, "It doesn't mean anything, but." Yep. But it means people are going to start panic buying again. Yeah. So will you please just go beat them to it? Yeah. And, and, oh, but we got there. There was nothing there, though. Everything was still gone. Yeah. So I've also seen where Carnival is offering the use of their cruise ships as temporary COVID-19 hospitals. Huh. Well. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. It's as fun as it can get, I guess. Yeah. So I think that uh, before we close out here, um, there's just a couple of kind of public service things that I want to make known. Um, although, you know, I'm, I'm guessing that for the most part, most college students are young. They're around their 20s, kind of that age. Um, one in five young adults are being hospitalized due to COVID-19, and young people are being put on ventilators as a result of the disease. I saw an article on CNN the other day that said that there was a 12-year-old girl with no pre-existing conditions um, who is now on a ventilator. Because yeah. when I read that, I said, oh, I wonder if she had any thing that has just made this worse, and she didn't. So when this first started, people were saying, if you're young, you'll be fine. It's only It only affects old people. It's not very contagious among young people, so just if you're young, just... Who cares? And that's why so many people went on spring break last week. But that's really not the case anymore. So, Well, hold on. Okay. So we do know from looking at statistics that the fatality rate, the mortality rate for young people is significantly smaller than for older people. Mm -hmm. It is very, very small. But all I'm saying is it can happen. And it does happen. And and you can be a carrier without symptoms, and you can still pass it on to people. Right. I've got written down here that nearly 20% of people who were testing positive for COVID-19 had no symptoms at all. Mm-hmm. So. So be mindful. So that's, that's the main purpose of self-isolation is to protect people that are more susceptible. Even though you'll be fine, doesn't mean others will be fine. May be fine. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think to close out here, for our interesting wildlife fact of the week, <laughs> I've got, okay, Carson. Okay, hit me. You know what ticks are, right? Yes, I do. Have you ever had a tick on you? 
probably like I used to have a dog, so probably um, from her they like gotten on me before, and okay. they're terrifying and disgusting. Oh, I don't like them either. Whenever I get them on me, I have to have somebody else get it off because I cannot touch them. It's, they're like like they're huge. So do you know? Well, they're not actually huge until they suck your blood. Yeah, and so when they're big, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so do you know how ticks know to get on you? I feel like it's like a just a, just a gut thing. They can sense heat. They can see. Maybe they should all go into the sun and die. Yeah, they can sense heat. Well, I feel like ticks provide nothing to the environment, provide nothing to the ecosystem, and they can all die. And I don't care. But if I'm wrong, you can correct me. I don't like them either. I don't like mosquitoes either. I don't like any kind of parasite. They creep me out. (laughs) Scout, what's your favorite song this week? Okay, Um, you know I I have deliberated a lot over this. Mm -hmm. Is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> what? And is deliberated a word? Yeah. So after a lot of deliberation, um, you know, I had thought about I told you that I was gonna be picking gonna try to pick different genres. Yeah. And I was thinking about picking like some eighties music okay. because that's my guilty pleasure is just really eighties sounding mm-hmm. music. But on the way this morning I woke up and I got to thinking about Stone Temple Pilots. And how much I listened to them on the way to my public speaking class. And it, it helped me get pumped up because Aww. of the kind of music that it is. And my favorite song to listen to before I had to give a speech in public speaking is called All in the Suit That You Wear. And it's by the Stone Temple Pilots. Oh. That's so, nice. What's it about? Oh, I don't really know. It's, awesome. it's a rock song. It's, it's like kind of 90s era mm-hmm. grunge. Okay. Well, for me, um, I definitely didn't want to pick an artist that I'd used before. So I, my favorite song right now is called Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince by Taylor Swift. Um, if you, <laughs> why do you laugh at me? Like, what is the reason? Just the name of that is funny. Look, you know that it's so good. music taste is subjective. I know, and you just laugh at me. Anyways, so if you have Netflix, um, there is a new documentary out about Taylor Swift's life that came out probably a few months ago, and it's called Miss Americana, and it's about her experiences since the whole 2009 VMA, since everything, Scout's making horrible faces at me. And <laughs> I'm so, playing around. But that song, it's very theatrical. It's very... Um, oh, I can, I can dig stuff like that. Yeah, it, it's, it's very storytelling. It's not just, I'm sad and here's why. It's like this whole experience of being with somebody in the midst of a really difficult time. So nice. you can get off my back about that. Whoa. Ho. Oh, that was uncalled for. I'm sorry. And I'm going to cut that out. Well, you were mean to me. So how was I mean to you? You laughed and you made a face at me. Okay. I'll Anyways, we're losing our minds. So. Yeah. So uh, just to close out, um, I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you do too. And like, like you can always go back to the beginning of this. We talked about things that you can do. And there's always something to do. It's really not healthy hey, to just lay in bed all day I know and do something nothing. that everybody can do. What? Listen to the Student Spin Podcast with Scout Hodgins and Carson Graham. When um, we first got put on streaming services last week, I put it on Facebook. And I said, I know you'll have nothing better to do. Listen and tell me what you think. And nobody listened. That's not true. <laughs> I had a lot of people tell me they listened. So, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed, and of course, we hope you have a great week. We hope you enjoy... I hope your transition to online is smooth. I hope you enjoy your spring break. Which is actually right now. The rest of it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Happy spring break. Yeah. 
Okay. Have a nice week.